Hello and welcome to the BibleQuizzes.net podcast. Thank you so kindly for joining us. Now we are, I'm here to discuss the, um, Falls Baptist Invitational Tournament that took place about a half month ago. I know this podcast is a little late in coming. I just never quite got around to it. I didn't, I really didn't want to hear my voice talking about a tournament, but here we are and I'm here going to quickly review what's taken took place at the Falls Baptist Invitational and hopefully give a little motivation for the upcoming Colorado tournament. But we really had a good tournament here at the Falls Baptist Invitational. There was a number, I think there was 12 teams in each division. So a really solid showing in both the elite division and the JV division, which is really encouraging to see. Uh, there was, I would say, there were there was a lot of teams, especially in the elite division, that knew their stuff really well. And I know there's some JV teams that knew their stuff really well, but the elite division, I was impressed. Like the top nine, ten teams really knew their stuff, and honestly, every team knew their stuff pretty well. There was just some maybe that were quicker at jumping than others, but I was really impressed by the quality of the teams. From one to twelve, all the teams were pretty good there, and there was. A couple of teams that really impressed me in the elite division. I'll go through, um, list the standings from what I can see right here. Actually, what they did is they took the top six teams and put them into the elimination right away after lunch. And then they took the bottom six and did consolation. So it sort of broke it off and made the day move along a little faster. So the top six teams were in this order. Falls A was first. Falls B was second. Greenville A was third. Um, fourth place was Greenville B. Fifth place was like a tie between McQuanago A and Cross Point A. So fifth and sixth right there. Um, and then in the Constellation, we had Faith Christian B were the Constellation champions. Faith Christian A was a close second. Marquette B was third there. And then we had, let's see, Schaumburg A. And McQuanago B there were also in there. So good job to all those teams. I'm going to go briefly through. I think the team that really impressed me that I didn't really know much about coming into the tournament was Faith Christian. And I know I was actually coaching the McQuanago B team. And we quizzed against them a number of times. And their knowledge of the material really impressed me. I was... I didn't know what to expect. I knew they were probably decent, but I didn't, I was impressed by how well certain quizzers knew their stuff and how fast they were jumping. They were right on the cusp of making it into the top six. They were literally like 10 or 20 points right out of making it to the top six. So they really impressed me. They didn't have like the one quizzer who knew everything, but they had a number of quizzers who knew their material really well. And so they were a dangerous team to go against. Um, there was the Holloways and the Hills, Hills family, I think. And they were, they had some solid quizzers on those teams. And both of their teams, the A and the B team, were neck and neck. And they were both really competitive. So I think if they put all their good quizzers on one team, they could have made the top three or four teams. So they were, they were really good, really impressed by them. Marquette, I, they didn't show me anything new really. Sort of already what I knew about them was true, but I think Marquette, what they're really lacking is a number one quizzer that really knows most of the material. And that's really hard, especially in the book of Matthew. It's almost impossible to get a quizzer that knows the whole material. 
and they were they did really good. They made it to the top three in the consolation, and I was really impressed by a couple of their quizzers. Daniel Abid was a really good quizzer there, and they I think in the coming years they're re- they're a really young team, so they're going to have quizzers that are quizzing for the next five six years. So I think in three or four years that team could be one of the top teams in the country. If they get all their young talent to continue the quiz, they'll be really good. Crosspoint was one of the teams. They made it into the top six, along with McQuanago A and Crosspoint. I think they really impressed me because I think they took the next step that I thought that once they take that step, they'll be really good because they had like two quizzers in particular that knew their stuff really well and knew a lot of stuff. And... They were capable of making fast jumps, and they were capable of pulling out quizzes when they needed to. Now, they got to the top six, and they got two lows in a row, which is... The format was basically the two lows weren't in the same room. They separated them, so after two quizzes, the lows... I think it was McQuanago A and Crosspoint got the lows in back-to-back quizzes, so they were both eliminated after the first two. But... Crosspoint really impressed me. Jackson, Gear, Levi Haskell, and a couple of other quizzers. But Jackson and Levi both were very good quizzers, knew their stuff really well. And I think Levi especially was a force on the seats. Um, then we had McQuanago A, which got out at about the same time as Crosspoint. They tied for fifth place. I think what they're really missing is, like most teams, a number one quizzer that really knows their stuff. I think they had it split up in a variety of ways, and they just couldn't pull it all together when they needed that question. They didn't have someone to get it to. I think they're also suffering from the ghost of past years, so they're so used to having that really good quizzer on their team that now they don't have it, like, that number one quizzer this year, and they're sort of suffering from that. So I think what they have potential. They have a number of quizzers, Daniel Roberts, Matt Roberts, who can really get questions when they... If they study, they can get their stuff, which if anyone studies, they usually can get questions. But I was looking forward to see how they do. I know they're going to Colorado. We have, from what I've heard, there's nine different teams right now at Colorado. So I'm looking forward to watching that tournament. So moving on into fourth place, we had Greenville B. And without you can't talk about Greenville B without talking about Greenville A. I was really impressed by those two teams. I thought they were so close to pulling off a victory at this tournament. I think they're literally one step away from being able to win a tournament, which makes me excited for these upcoming tournaments because what I like is seeing competition. And so I, I want to see a top three quiz at Colorado where you don't know which team is going to win. That's the fun of quizzing. And I think that could happen because I was really impressed. I saw Sam Unger quiz and his sister and the rest of the team, and I saw... Sam was definitely the best quizzer, but from one to from two to five, I couldn't tell which quizzer was better because they have a number of quizzers who can really stand up and get questions when you need them. Now, what happens is they got to the finals against the two Falls teams, and they sort of fell apart, which is easy to do against Falls because when you see two Falls teams, you know both of them are really good, so you can't make mistakes, and I think that really messed with Greenville quizzing and you sort of Sam got in a little air trouble early and from there it sort of fell apart but I think you put Greenville in a quiz and they have the potential to beat Falls they have the firepower and the quick jumps the question is is Sam going to be on or not and I know from 
Sam sort of reminds me of myself as a quizzer. I could either be on or off in a quiz. Um, and you either like, you have it going for you or you don't have it going for you. And it's really hard when you don't have it going for you to really tone back and say, Hey, it might be question seven and I have three errors, but you know, we're not too far out of this. We can still win it. That's the hardest thing to do for a quizzer that's really fast jumping, but really good. And so I think Greenville's so close to making it. We'll see what happens. I don't know if they're going to be at Colorado. They might be. But I know there's going to be nine teams, so we'll see if they can make it out there. But I think they have. If they go to Colorado, they are definitely in my top three for making it to the championship. Um, and then, obviously, the top two teams, we have Falls A and Falls B. Now, Falls B, I felt like maybe they – I don't think they were the second-best team. I definitely think – I think Greenville was A was better than them, but the results don't lie and Falls B made it to second place. So they were, they were a really good team. They were led by, uh, the Pasquet Witches and they had Sophia Schultz on the team as well. So they were a really good team. And I think they weren't as dynamic as the Falls A team, but they were a very smart team, didn't make errors. So in order to beat them, you have to, you have to almost play a perfect game and not make errors. So they were a really good team and, Falls A was definitely the best team there. I mean, they had Steven, Hannah Lynn, very good team. I think you know a lot about Falls 1 already, so I don't probably don't need to talk too much about them. But they're a really good team. But I think Greenville's right behind them. They could challenge. But it's when you're a really good team, what you do is you have to you make other teams come to your level to beat, beat them. And I have to give it, Falls A is a really good team, and their quizzers work really hard to get where they're at. You don't just get good by accident. So maybe it can be a little motivation to all the other teams. In order to get good, you have to work hard. You can't get there without... You have to put in the work. And the nice thing is your work isn't in vain because you're memorizing the Bible. So everything that you're memorizing will definitely be used future later on in your life. All right, a quick summary of the JV. We had um, Falls won the JV, Falls one, I believe. McQuanagor was in second. And in third place was another Falls team. It was a very good quizzing. The quizzers knew their stuff really well. I was really impressed in the finals. Some of the teams, some of the Falls quizzes especially knew their quotes really well. But, I mean, I think there's the bright side of um, quizzing is always the JV because that's where the future comes from. And I'm really excited, especially in this up north here, there's a lot of JV teams and a lot of teams that are really getting quizzing back going. So that can be an encouragement to us. Just encourage when you see quizzers, encourage them. Just keep on motivating them because the most important thing for quizzing is to keep the quizzers motivated and just encourage those quizzers when you see them. And so we had a great tournament here at Falls. It's sort of a couple weeks removed from it, so I can't remember every single detail that crosses my mind. But I'm really looking forward to Colorado I believe it is February 7th, 16th and 17th at Woodside, and I'm sure they'll have it live streamed. So if you all want to tune in, it's a great tournament to watch. I really enjoy watching it every year, and I'm looking forward to see what happens there. But thanks for listening to this podcast, and I hope you all are really enjoying this Bible quiz season. It's been an exciting one, and it's going to get even more exciting coming up. This has been the BibleQuiz.net podcast, Falls Review. See ya!